Missionaries out of Long Beach, California. And if you clicked on this podcast, you might have noticed the image of two uh, characters, Chinese characters, and those stand for friendship. So one of our missionary sisters professed her final vows a week ago. And on the banner that I was painting uh, for the vow mass, it had the words, I call you friends in English, Spanish, and in Mandarin. And so I was really looking at the different characters and really wanting to know the symbolism behind what I was painting. And if you look again at that image, you'll see two characters. The one on the right I learned is um, the same symbol repeated twice. And I asked uh, Jeanette, you know, that I said it looks like almost as if there are two people walking together side by side. And she smiled and she said, actually, you know, that symbol cannot exist alone. It has to exist with the other character beside it. So that's the one on the right-hand side. And that character stands for relationship. So the word friend cannot exist without the character for friendship. Because a friendship involves relationship with one another, to walk closely with another And I think that that can help us in praying this morning about who the Holy Spirit is to us personally. This relationship. What is that relationship like? Who is the Spirit to me personally? And as well, I invite you that all of us, that we may allow the Spirit to be the giver of new life for us today. Now, when I was praying with Isaiah 63, I was really understanding and feeling grateful for the fact that God has always desired to make God's presence known and felt to us. And in this passage, it's um, a psalm within Isaiah of either those who were in their last uh, years of exile or just um, returning from a moment of exile. And the psalmist is recalling all of the good things that God has done for their lives. The fact that God led the people out of suffering, out of Egypt, guided Moses. And it says, the psalmist writes, Where is the one who placed in their midst his Holy Spirit? The one who divided the waters, who guided them through the depths, like horses in open country. As cattle going down into the valley, they did not stumble. The Spirit of the Lord guided them. Thus you led your people. So I really pray that we can perceive ourselves being led by God's Holy Spirit today. That we can have that trust and confidence that God is guiding us, will walk with us through the depths, 
that does, God does not leave us to walk through the depths alone. So I don't know what the depths might mean for you right now in this moment, this moment of transition, this moment of pandemic, this time where we are learning how to perhaps be with ourselves in a contained area, not having that opportunity to move freely as we did before, not knowing how to move forward without knowing what the future is going to be like. But to have that trust that the Spirit is walking with with us through the depths. We are not walking alone. It echoes what has been proclaimed in the antiphons this week. Constantly it's being repeated that Jesus says, I will send you uh, the advocate to you. Echoing as well last Sunday's gospel from John 14, when Jesus is reassuring his friends, when he says that God will give you another advocate to be with you forever. That spirit of truth. And he goes on to say, but you know the spirit, because the spirit is with you, the spirit is in you. Very intimate, very close. Not just at our side, but within us. And he goes on to say, I will not leave you orphans. This is a promise that the spirit of God's presence is gifted to us always within us. And I love it as well. He uses the word advocate. Well, at least that's the translation, one translation for the Greek word para Paraklektos, <laughs> forgive me, I'm working on the pronunciation, but that's a Greek word. And you, it may sound familiar because sometimes the spirit is referred to as the paraclete. And it, so this word can be trans, uh, translated as advocate or as intercessor, counselor, protector, support. And for me, it means so much that I have God's support. You know, we always have that support that I think deep down our hearts are yearning for. We are supported by someone, right? And as well, I think it's appropriate that we can't definitively describe who the Holy Spirit is because the moment we try to attach one particular label, say who God definitively is, we we make God very small. And so I love that the Spirit of God is so dynamic, so active, that there isn't just one way to describe who the Holy Spirit is. In um, John 16, verses 20 through 23, Again, that's John 16, verses 20 through 23. This is the gospel for today. And it's a beautiful passage. It's very moving. I very, I'm very grateful for it. Jesus, again, is telling his disciples, again, before he's about to suffer and die, the night before this all happens, he tells you, he tells them, you will be weeping and wailing while the world will rejoice. You will be sorrowful, 
but your sorrow will turn to joy. So he's preparing them mentally, emotionally, for what's to come, that their, their sorrow will be changed into joy later, you know, when they meet the risen Lord. He goes on to say, A woman in childbirth suffers because her time has come, but when she has given birth to the child, she forgets the suffering. In her joy that a child has been born into the world. I really love this image. While I personally have not given birth, I um, have many friends who've had, and I remember one friend in particular was telling me that in the moment that was most painful, most intense during childbirth was, was right towards the end, and that's when she knew she was told that it would be the most intense, right at that moment of threshold. And she said when that happened, she also experienced intense joy in, within that intense pain because she knew that her baby was about to be born and that joy overwhelmed her for what was to come. And I think so it is with us that we can allow God's promise that our sadness will be changed into joy to allow that promise to carry us in this difficult moment too. And that it is the Spirit who is constantly pushing us into new life, pushing us to hold on to hope, pushing us to believe in this truth, to renew us from within. And so I was really experiencing yet another new image of the Spirit this week. The Spirit as midwife, pushing us to give our lives to this world. And how do we do that? It's when we are being ourselves, our most authentic selves, when we accompany another person, when we listen to another person, when we offer to another person what we've prayed. The Spirit pushes us into life and pushes us to give life to others. The Spirit ensures that no one is left an orphan, accompanies us, and invites us to accompany others. So I think that we can allow ourselves to recognize the Spirit's presence in the genesis of something new, on the verge of when something new wants to emerge. And I think anyone who's given birth can connect to that image or anyone who has held the hand of someone who has given birth. And ultimately, let us remember that Mary, the mother of God, who conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit, she too was gifted with new life through the Spirit. And the Spirit was very much present when Jesus was born, when her hour arrived. And so I'd like to just end this morning with the words that we profess here in the Verbum Dei um, when we consecrate our lives to God. And so if, if for those of you who watched the vow mass of Jeanette last Saturday, remember, you might remember that we sang a song um, which was an invocation for the Holy Spirit right before Jeanette read the formula of consecration. It was a beautiful song. 
this invitation, come Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and enkindle within us the fire of your love. Beautiful moment. And then she read, here are some of the words, Holy Spirit, Lord and giver of the life of God, I put myself into your hands so that you may transform me into Christ and guide me as you guided him to the greatest proofs and extremes of love for God and for all people. Help me to be constant and apply myself with all my mind, heart, and strength and to be attentive and delicate care of my total Christ, which is to say all of humanity. So this morning again, just invite you to think about what, what is your image of the Holy Spirit? How is the Spirit revealing God's self to you in this moment? May we, re- we renew our relationship with the Spirit today and invite the Holy Spirit into our daily lives to be open to the Spirit, to guide us, to ask for the Spirit's guidance. Every morning when I pray, I ask the Spirit to lead and guide my prayer, lead and guide my day. So may we allow the Spirit be the giver of new life to us today.